You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Guess what? You're never going to believe this. My book, Lifestream, Journey into Past and Future Lives, is turning 20 in the month of June. It came out on June 15th of 2003. And so to celebrate, I'm going to be back on Coast to Coast AM with my dear friend George Nori overnight on June 20th into the solstice. And on the summer solstice this year, I'm releasing a 20th anniversary edition of the book. And if you pre-order a copy, even the Kindle, I'm going to invite you to a special summer solstice meditation and past life event on the 21st of June. So pre-order that now. Thank you so much for supporting this book over the years. Um, It was really quite a journey to get to revisit this material after so long. And I know this book has sold um, thousands of copies around the world. So thank you for your support and join me as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of Lifestream Journeys into Past and Future Lives. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey there, I hope you're having a wonderful week. So I am pleased for you to meet my friend Cinnamoon today. She's got an amazing tarot card deck that's called Tarot Cars. It's one of the most creative things I've ever seen. And if you need a Father's Day gift, that's why I wanted to make sure this this airs right now, because this is a really cool thing to buy for the spiritual guy in your life. I love it. So I think you're going to really love um, our talk today. So in other news, I did ask you if you would please send me an email and let me know what you thought of our little breathing exercises. And I actually heard from you. So thank you so much. A lot of people aren't listening to the second one. So we're going to go ahead and just, we'll only do the breathing exercise this time at the beginning of our episode. And um, I do thank you for that because some people said they're not really sticking around past the commercials and stuff. So, which I definitely understand. So I do appreciate the feedback. 
and I hope you're having a wonderful week. So what we're going to do is go ahead and do this first breathing exercise. Some music will play, and then you'll get to hear my interview with my friend, Cinnamon. Welcome to this moment of relaxation. So wherever you're at, whether you're sitting, whether you're in movement, go ahead and take a moment now to focus on your breathing and take a deep and healing breath in through your nose, breathing in love and joy and peace and light and exhaling any tensions or concerns and take another deep breath in through your nose. friends. Welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. I'm Shelly Kerr, and I've got a very special guest today. I'm so excited. So recently, I was out at a holistic fair in Fort Worth, Texas, which is really interesting because it's held at the stockyards where they have like rodeos and stuff like that. It's a really cool event, and I hadn't been in a long time, and I had a booth there, and I was very busy all day. I was signing some books and hanging out with some friends, And I had the pleasure of meeting my next guest because her and her beautiful family were were right next to me. They had a booth. And I started looking at all these beautiful creations that she had. And all day long, I kept hearing she had this tarot card deck and everybody was walking up looking at it. And my guides, my inner voice kept saying, go look at the cards, go look at the cards. Every time I would go, okay, I'm going to go do it. Somebody else is walking up to my booth. This was going on all day long. I could not get away. And finally I went up and I picked up these cards. They are so creative. I don't want to spoil the surprise about the big reveal, but they are so amazing. And everything she has is beautiful. She's got a wonderful family, really sweet kids. And Cinnamon, it was such a pleasure and a joy to meet you. I just wanted to have you on the show because I, I want to send people your way. I think you've got a lot of really awesome things that you're doing. So welcome. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate this warm welcome. <laughs> it was so nice seeing you. Just our meeting to me was very powerful. And I just felt like there was, there's so much that I feel like we have that we can connect on. 
So yeah. Absolutely. Um, Cinnamon has um, a very wonderful Etsy shop at etsy.com. I'll have the links below slash shop primordial womanhood. I love the name of that. I've yeah. got a goddess book coming out in December. And to me, you just embody that spiritual strength of womanhood. And I was just wondering if you'd share how you got on this spiritual path and the things that you're creating and doing. How did this all begin for you? Oh, it's very interesting because um, I was a child. I always wanted to create things. And then um, when my husband and I got together, I think that's when everything kind of opened up for me. <laughs> it really like started really like bubbling, like, let's go, let's go. So um, it's like, I've always had this connection to nature as one, you know, like as a child, I would go climb trees and things. I always would, you know, see things and you couldn't really talk to people about these things <laughs> because they look at you like, what is wrong with you? But so I had to like learn to keep that to myself. But when my husband and I got together, we were both able to share our own experiences and having that freedom, it freed up my creativity because when you're being taught that, you know, your imagination and, oh, you just, girl, you got such an imagination. <laughs> and so you start kind of shutting those things down, your creativity, because you're being told that's not right. You're making this up and you're not comfortable with yourself anymore, you know? So it's hard to be creative. It's hard to tune in. It's hard to listen to your intuition when you're being condemned a lot. But once I got out of that, like I said, when my husband and I got together, it just, everything just started flowing, like dreams, my imagine, my, you know, my creations, my, everything was just freed, like, you got this, <laughs> so I have really just felt the need to just create and create, and sometimes the universe wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning, and like, hey, we have something else for you to create now, so um, not only am I, like, creating tarot cards and things, I'm also creating um, healthcare products, because that is a big passion of mine also. Tell us about some of these healthcare products. And then I want to, I want to talk about your tarot cards. <laughs> but yeah, I saw this yeah. on the shop. I'm going to have the links below kids and you need to go out there Definitely. and check this out. Definitely. So um, starting with the healthcare products that started, especially when I started having children, because I started thinking about, oh, I want to make sure, you know, especially during pregnancy that I'm feeding my babies the right things and I'm nurturing them the right way. And then as they got older, now they're getting sick and I don't wanna give them, you know, over the counter medications <laughs> and having teenage daughters and them, um, you know, starting puberty and menstrual menstruation and all of that. Um, I wanted to find natural products for them like to stop the cramping and I couldn't find it. So I said, okay, I guess I gotta make it. <laughs> so that's how those started and they kind of branched out from there yeah you everybody needs to go check out your shop you've got all kinds of interesting remedies yes. um so now i want to talk about this deck of cards that <laughs> my guidance was saying look at the cards yes. so i go over to the table and i pick them up and mm -hmm. they've got this beautiful box and they're called they're called tarot cars and what she has done everybody this is so creative she's oh, taking cars like actual yeah. cars automobiles you brought yes. in the popular culture with film and popular culture yes. and each car 
is part of the uh, four major arcana. And so, you know, what I was thinking about today, Cinnamon, is that, you know, a lot of times, most of my audience, I mean, let's just face it, they're women. It's just the way it is. Like I have a group of (laughs) subscribers. We have one guy Mm -hmm. who comes to our classes and he says every class he's in, he's the only guy who comes and you know, we love him and I'm sure he's watching this right now. So shout out to him. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I love the idea of tarot cards and I'm going to have you show those in a minute because Mm -hmm. I think that ladies, you know what, if you want your man to be into this woo woo stuff that he thinks you're, you're going, okay, whatever. (laughs) I think you should get him a deck of these. I mean, these are cool. So, so show us your tarot cards and I want to talk about some of the movies and films that these cards are taken out of because this is cool it was fun making this deck this Look is how cars. this is a great birthday gift for your man ladies exactly, exactly. <laughs> actually it's so fun because um you know I've, over the years people have said hey there's really no decks that are geared towards men how do we get men in like you just said how do you get your husband into it? And I felt like this deck is so universal for men, women, it doesn't matter, even age group. <laughs> and so like for the fool, I decided to put Delman Louise. Yeah. <laughs> because like the fool is walking off the cliff. This is so iconic, a car going off the cliff. And so on all the cards, as you can see, I added a piece of the tarot. So right here, you can see the sack hanging out the back, just like the fool carries his sack with him. So and on cool. the cards, I also put um, keywords. So you have your upright and your reverse. But I wanted to definitely go into like, even like the kings, as you can see in the background, there's the castle from the King of Thrones. So my whole thing was to incorporate, you know, modern, modern things with the tarot movies, like the magician. You got the DeLorean from Back to the Future. <laughs> the Hierophant is the Pope Mobile. And that is so Street. cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you the strength card you still got your lion but i've got the safari truck in the back because <laughs> wow. that's where you're gonna see a lion um one of my other favorites the emperor is cadillac one and so like with this one the lover's is from the movie Shallow Hell. I used the car from the movie Shallow Hell because wow. like with the lovers in the tarot, it's all about, um, you know, loving on another level. And in that movie, Shallow Hell, he had to get like a spell put on him because everything was, oh, she's gotta be this, she's gotta be that, you know, physical, but not how someone is on the inside. And so the spell was put on him where, he can only see the insides of people. And the movie was hilarious. But that I thought is it was really cute. Thing for the lover's card. That's and a great 
Great one. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This I deck, everybody. I mean, it's just so creative. <laughs> I just said, you know, that's the most creative thing I've seen in years. And I just want to congratulate yeah. you. I, I highly encourage people get to get these. I mean, this is so cool. It was, it's, I mean, I had so much fun creating the deck. It was, you know, it was, a, it wasn't very long that it took me to make it, but the process was so enjoyable, you know, coming up, like looking at, you know, knowing the tarot, and then matching it with a car or a movie, it was very, very fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, like all the queens, I put them in front of the Taj Mahal. Yeah. So, yeah. Just doing different things, you know, just to make the tarot different and more interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is one of the most interesting decks I've ever seen, I have to say. Thank you. And you've got another one. I um, I think this audience, I haven't been writing as much about gemstones as I did in my early career, but I'm a big yeah. lover of stones. And I know you have done an, a stone tarot deck with crystals. Yes. yes so tell I us do. about that one because everybody so, loves crystals. Exactly. And so that was a major thing for me because um, I love the tarot. I do. But I wanted something that would connect me more to earth, you know? And so I was like, oh, what better way than with crystals? And so I came out with a whole divination system. This one is not available for sale yet, but this is the instruction manual. And it's called Crystal Clarity, and it's based off of casting lots. So um, and when you do casting lots, some people drop phones, some people roll dice. It's something where um, you do divination through like dropping something and how it lands. So um, this grid right here is it comes, this whole system comes with a cloth and this is the grid on the cloth. When you drop the crystals where they land will tell you like if your work is affecting your relationship or your physical health or your mental health, or if your children are affecting like your rituals, like, hey, you don't have time to do your rituals because your children keep like, hey, they keep interrupting. So it tells you how to, like when you do the reading, it tells you what's going on and how to correct it. So oh. I cannot wait to make this available. Because it is, oh my goodness, it goes so in depth and it has so, it gives you answers, like very, like in the moment answers, very easy to understand to how to change your life. And that's what's so important. Absolutely. And it's a journey, apparently, not it a destination. <laughs> it's unfolding every minute. Every minute it is. So one of the things, um, you're on Instagram. Yes. And on Instagram, you are way of the genie. And on the back of her card, she says, release your inner genie. So tell yes. us, how can we release this inner genie that we all have within? Yes, we all have it. We're all born with this. And so there's certain things that for me have been more important than anything. And that is like learning how to connect with nature, earth. But it, in doing so, we have to like prepare ourselves because it's like um, going before, you know, the elders, you want to come to them in a good state. So keeping yourself clean, um, it's been a major thing to me, even since a child. So I've always like paid attention to like music. And it's funny because like, you know, I'm into kind of 
etymology. And so when I hear the word music, I think muse, the muse is sick. Because a lot of times when you turn on like the radio and you're listening to music, a lot of it is really detrimental to our subconscious. It really right. is. And so I'm very conscious. I try to, you know, my husband and I, we make sure that we teach our children, be conscious of what you're programming yourself with. Because um, like, you know, you can listen to one song and you'll be happy. You'll listen to another song, you'll be mad. Another song can take you and make you, you know, it can make you aroused. <laughs> and so your emotions right. are going all over the place all day long. And that's so important not to do that, especially when you're wanting to elevate in your spiritual life, you have to have discipline. You have to be conscious of, like I said, like what you're programming yourself with and even the food that we eat. I remember when I was in my early twenties, um, I went to my, my favorite metaphysical bookstore and I was the only customer in there. <laughs> and I was listening to the employees, they were talking and talking and one said, um, it's lunchtime, I'm about to go to McDonald's, would you like anything? And the other one was like, no, I'm about to um, perform you know, a spiritual ritual. And she says, when I do that, I prepare a week ahead of time and she says she, you know, she does not eat out. She's very, she eats a lot of fruits and vegetables. And she says, because she doesn't want to lower her frequency. She wants her frequency to be very high so that her manifestation will come through without flaw. So I said, whoa, <laughs> that was very interesting to me. So these things I keep in my mind about how serious that is, because even like my husband, he owns a licensing company. And so he's always creating things. You know, he's, oh my goodness. He has came out with some serious inventions. And um, when he gets like, you know how we get writer's block or anything. Yeah. I ask him, I'm like, um, hey, why don't you change the type of music that you're listening to? Instrumental would be good right now. And it works every time. <laughs> so we have to be conscious of what we're programming ourselves with, what we're feeding our minds, our bodies, and our souls. That's such a great point because, yeah, you just, uh, it, it's just all over the place out there. And if you do it more consciously, that's a lot better. Mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of classical music. Okay. They did a lot of studies, like actual scientific studies showing that wow. like instrumental jazz and classical, like how it really does mm -hmm. stimulate the brain. And then even on YouTube, they've got the binaural beats and yes, different exactly. frequency waves. We've had people on this show like Jonathan Goldman who create conscious music that oh, yes. goes right into the brain. It creates the alpha state, which is the healing state. And it's so powerful when we choose those choices rather than just letting whatever's coming in um, come in. We, like you said, it's a discipline. We got to say, wait a minute, what am I listening to? And then how am I feeling? Yes. Music can really lift you up or it can do other things that we don't it want. Do all kinds of things it does. Now, one of the things you told me at the show that I thought was so interesting, you create, and this is on your site as well. Yes. These look really cool that you create these um, like books, like birth chart yes. books for people yes. That yes. talk about their name and and their journey that they're going to have yes. in life. So tell us about those. These are really cool. <laughs> yes, actually, I brought mine. So, oh goody. Yes, this is what they look like. They are pretty thick, as you can tell. 
And the book is all about you. And so I call them a know thyself book because, you know, back in the ancient times over every temple, it said, know thyself. Yes. And as we go through life, um, we're all here put for a purpose. All of us are here for a purpose. We have, you know, like a mission. <laughs> we're all here. We have our mission, but we don't know what our mission is, you know? So it's like, we're walking around and I feel like we're wasting time. Time is being wasted because we're wandering around aimlessly, not knowing what to do. And so I, I was in my twenties again <laughs> and I had this dream one night. I had a dream that I was given a book and this book was the size of a house. And in this book was everyone's names and birth dates. And I had to carry this book across state lines. And I was carrying this book and I had to go up on top of a mountain with this book. And I was waiting for a spaceship <laughs> and I was supposed to hand them this book. And I woke up from that dream and I'm like, that was strange. What does that mean? <laughs> and so it was about seven years later that I started, you know, studying birth charts. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And so I got a little further into like um, the knowledge of your birth chart and what it means to be born the day, the week, the month, the season that you're born, how it affects you, what all this means. And so um, I started like collecting knowledge from different places, having different resources. And I put together a book for myself. You know, I just like, hey, let me put this so I have it all in one spot where I don't have to go looking everywhere. And when I put it together, I was like, whoa, this is nice. So I made one for my husband. I made one for all of my children. And um, even like during pregnancy, I'd like start putting the book together, you know, because I would um, have certain things like, you know, your due dates and things like that. So you can get a little bit of knowledge. And <laughs> I even got to the point where I was looking and I was like, huh, looking at dates, like, here's my due date. Let me look at like three days ahead, three days later see what date I would like for my child to be born on and I would try to make it happen <laughs> I would wow because there's such it's I mean even within hours there's such a major shift so mm -hmm. um I make these books so that we can understand what we're here to do um what our challenges are what our gifts are and it really helps it really, really helps to understand yourself, understand what your triggers are, because it's really in your birth chart. Your triggers are in your birth chart. So all these things were necessary to know. And so like with my older children, you know, when they come, they're like, you know, I'm having problems with this. I'm like, have you read your book? Like, I gave you your book. <laughs> like, read it out, read it. Yes, read it and then come back and let's talk about it. But you've got to read it. So those things are very important to help you understand yourself. So when people get these um, books from you, it's typical to an astrology chart, right? You need their date of birth and yes. their location of birth, et cetera. Yes, yes. And you and I also had an interesting conversation that I've always thought about. Well, a lot of things you're bringing up here reminding me of things, <laughs> but the idea that um, that we choose our names, we choose yes. our own names, the soul yes. does. We it might think does. that our parents gave that to us, but we, that's really maybe not yeah. the case. I've always thought about that. And you and I had that yes. discussion. Yes. And it's funny because um, like 
I have given birth 13 times. I've birthed 13 people <laughs> that have been on this planet. And so um, with each of them, um, their names would come to me. Sometimes it would come in the later months. Sometimes it would come, you know, like in my second trimester. But um, I think when our parents choose our name, a lot of people feel like I always felt like this wasn't my name. People say that all the time. And so people change their names. And yeah. some people, you know, they like, they want to change their name. They may not get it done, but they're like, you know, I always felt like this wasn't my name. And so, you know, for the mothers who are intuitive and are able to listen and they give their children their names, I feel like that really helps them a lot because that was their name. It is. I think there's still an aspect of, let's say, I mean, I do think I picked this name that I have, but let's say I didn't. Then yes. even the name that the parent picked for you, there's got to be some reason why. There and then is. maybe it's part of your lesson to wake up to the fact that that's not what you want to be called. You know, I, I still think everything that happens is kind of divinely guided, don't you? Yes, I do agree. And it's funny because names have frequencies. All names have frequencies. So even being called a name is going to have an effect on you. It's going to touch your soul in some way. So um, like you said, it could be something that, you know, for a time you needed to be called this to go to the next level. Um, but we do, I feel like we all do have our name, you know, before we are born, you know. Absolutely. Here's something interesting that popped up. I think this audience has heard this from me before, but I haven't talked about it in a while. Several years ago, um, I guess this was in 2005, I went to India to mm -hmm. speak at a conference on yes. past life regression. Oh, wow. At the time, I had written this book on parallel worlds where it's a lot, well, I'll just remind everybody, this is my book, <laughs> Beyond Reality, Evidence mm -hmm. of Parallel Universes. So what it was about was um, a friend of mine who is now deceased I had a dream about him one night that wow. we were driving down this two lane road in this really weird place that I'd never seen before. It looked like an island. There was ocean on both sides. Well, no, there's ocean on one side and on the other was these weird buildings, but it was in an island setting. And so I woke up and I thought, I need to give him a call and tell him this was really uh, very detailed. Interesting. I got dropped off. I had a job. I came back. He wasn't there. I mean, it was just a really, really weird. And so when I called him to tell him about the dream, I started describing things. He just cut me off and started describing the place, the exact place that I had wow. been in my mind. And I said, oh my gosh, you know, I think that we are living in a parallel world. And I was just like asking that question. So I had some experimental clients back in the old days who used to um, come on over and we would do a lot of weird stuff. So I started guiding people into this space where we could decide like, you know, that idea that all time is now where we could more yeah. fully experience the fact that past, present and future are all happening simultaneously. Yeah. And so they went into all kinds of different places that I reported in the book. So I was there in India in 2005 mm -hmm. to, um, or, no, I guess this was 2006. Now that I'm remembering, it was like March of 2006, because it was before my birthday. Yeah. So I'm preparing this and we had to share rooms with people in this conference. So I met my roommate and she said, Hey, I'm going to go have this uh, naughty leaf reading done. 
And something about it, it just hit me in the forehead. I think you know what I'm talking about. And I went, wait a minute, I have to have this done. Can we, she was going to travel to the South of India and do it after the conference. And I said, well, can we do it in Delhi? So I collected a bunch of then strangers, like these five ladies and I hopped in a taxi. (laughs) We're driving around New Delhi. Mm -hmm. We show up to this place. And I mean, I'll never forget. I, the car stopped and I looked up, there was the guy we just had a connection, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like you and I, I feel like, you know, you yeah. and I are friends. That's just it. We're friends. Yeah. We're always going to be friends. Definitely. So I walk up in there and you had to put your thumbprint into a book. That's it. They don't want to know anything about you. They go and match your thumbprint against other records. And the bottom line is they started telling me things about myself. They told right. me that things are predestined and that I was meant to come to their place before my, I think it was before my 36th birthday. You know, this is many, again, many years ago. Um, (laughs) They told me some things. I took it back to the conference. And in my book, I really believed that through the power of positive thinking, we were in charge. I mean, I think everybody knows now that God is really in charge. But the question (laughs) then became like, how much of what we're doing is really pre-planned by our creator versus how much do we really have some control over? And so this started like kind of a long spiritual quandary for me. And, yeah. and after many years, I've, I've kind of, well, it's a long story, but I've just really come into peace about the fact mm-hmm. that I really do believe we, we really are meant to meet certain people. We're meant to do Definitely. certain things, like you said. So what, bottom line is, what do you think about these kinds of thoughts? Well, it's very interesting because um, I believe that just like um, with our physical bodies, when we are born, we have to learn to crawl, walk. We go to school, we learn, and then we become adults. And so it's the same thing with our spiritual. You know, there's like the crawling stage, the walking stage. And so um, when you are when you start on your spiritual journey, we are all a lot like babies. <laughs> and babies, you know, they cry, I'm hungry, oh, I'm cold, oh, I want my diaper changed. We do that in our <laughs> spiritual journey. <laughs> We're like, yeah, oh, I, need it. I need that. But the, the ultimate goal, this is why there were gods and goddesses. The ultimate goal is to become self-dependent. You know, like, yes, the universe has a plan. There's an order. And to become part of that order consciously and to be able to be self-sufficient and do things on your own where we're not, we're not, crying like babies please help me please help me that is the goal we just I mean even in the bible Jesus said you know in the days to come people will do greater miracles than what I did and that's where we're supposed to be headed that is the whole part of incarnation is to evolve your soul to become a to become like Jesus to become like um ISIS to become you know we all have a journey and we are supposed to evolve and become one of the greater ones so um yes these things are put here to help us on that journey but we all still have conscious choice um you can like you know the universe to say hey I want you to go this way but you have power of choice and you could choose to go the other way you might have to come back again and redo it because you didn't do it right the first time (laughs) but it's still it's a journey to become a whole being 
Absolutely. And then you have the book of life. Um, you yeah. have the names mentioned in the Bible as well. Yes. About the idea that we are listed there. I mean, yes. so we are meant to be. Yes. And like you mentioned earlier, we do, I feel, you know, we do have a unique purpose. I think people yes. really struggle with that. They go, well, what, Definitely. why did God put me here? What am I doing here? Mm -hmm. But everybody has a reason for being here. Yes. And there's spaces that I take clients to when I'm doing past life regression work where they can discover their purpose, you know, because a lot yeah. of times we're doing that. We're, we're like a good book. We have a theme and we've been yeah. running this theme through many lifetimes. And I yes. think people expect this purpose is going to be something really complicated, but usually it's something simple like to love or to forget. Yes. We tend to, I think, dismiss the simple things. Don't you think? Yes, definitely. Definitely. We take, you know, we make things complex when it really shouldn't be because we know, we, I mean, it's in us. The creator says they're going to put it in our hearts. We know right from wrong. You don't really need a book to know right from wrong. <laughs> you know it. It's in your heart. You feel it when you do something wrong. You feel it when you do something great. You feel it. You know. And so when we get stuck, because, you know, of course, our brains create those chemicals. So sometimes we can get addicted to chemicals of destruction. You know, some people have self-destructive, you know, tendencies. And then learning to overcome those and start, you know, becoming addicted to the feelings of doing what's right and spiritual growth. That is like the ultimate. So that's what we got to do. Absolutely. There's a lot of discussion now also about the influence our ancestors have on us. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I, I get concerned about is that it's usually talking only about trauma and hardship, but our ancestors <laughs> gave us a lot of blessings too, don't yes. you think? I mean, exactly. we need to acknowledge that, I would think more. I yes. mean, <laughs> yes, I don't know, it's just me. I mean, what yes. do I know? <laughs> exactly. And it is, it's all about focus. What are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on, oh, my mother did this, so this is why I'm like this? Or are you going to focus on the good things? Are you going to focus on, the gifts that are in your blood so that you can strengthen those because whatever we think about, we strengthen what we think about. We create our own lives <laughs> all by our thoughts and our actions. So if you're focused on all the negative and you wonder why my, your life might not be going the way you want it to, um, it's kind of like A plus B or one plus one. <laughs> it's kind of very, everything's simple, self-explanatory. We make it difficult we do we do yeah mm -hmm. I don't know why we do that but we do have <laughs> we are very talented people at making it very, very difficult um, and then I think the life journey must be just uh, you know we're all reminded everybody yes. I think throughout Definitely. our life to stop think about what we're thinking I, I think yeah. the pandemic you know it was very hard and it had a lot of hardship but within that I think it was very powerful as well to remind mm -hmm. us just yes. that God is in charge and that mm -hmm. we can move through things and yeah. we are resilient. You know, we can get through very challenging times. Yes. Yes. And it's very interesting. I was just listening to your audiobook, The Lemarian, and you were speaking about how, um, you know, our minds, you know, we create our own life. And at that moment, I was like, what have I been thinking about today? <laughs> <laughs> it really made me stop and think like, ooh, I'm so happy I heard that right now because I feel like 
you know, certain things, sometimes you can start seeing yourself fall. And that message came and I was like, whoop, let's get back up. <laughs> and that helped, it helped a lot. So timing, like, like I said, our meeting, it's all just perfectly timed, especially, you know, when you're in the right frequency to accept the gifts that are being given to you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And you have been a gift to me. I, I feel like we will be friends for years and years to come. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I just want to encourage everybody out there. You need to check out Cinnamon's um, offerings here. The, I Guys, if you're watching, I know I have some guys who, you know, have been buying my books and they like my books too. So yeah. guys, guess what? You're going to like this card deck. Okay. <laughs> it's going to resonate. Oh, and ladies, what's up? If you need a gift, this yeah. is it, man. Thank you. And your book of life that you do for people and everything, yes. your beautiful artwork. I just wish you so much joy, continued Thank success. You. You've got a wonderful family. I was so happy to Thank meet them. You. I know we'll see you again very soon. Definitely. Definitely. I greatly appreciate this. Yeah, absolutely. The first of many, the first of many. Yay. <laughs> I love it. So friends, we've done it again, another episode of Healing Arts. So check out my friend Cinnamon. You have a beautiful day. And remember, it's a journey, not a destination. Definitely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. Guess what? My new book, Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds, Understand Your Soul's Journey Through Time, is out and available. And you can order this book and visit ancient civilizations, including prehistory hunter-gatherers, Mesopotamia, Babylon, the Persian Empire, Egypt, Greece, Europe, the Americas, Rome, Asia and Australia, and travel into other worlds, including Atlantis and Lemuria, outer space, and so much more. This book features over 50 guided journeys to help you understand your soul's journey through time. So check it out. Visit my website, pastlifelady.com, click on the book link, and order Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds today. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Kerr. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.